Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Samuel Jones. And Tova Jones. And this is the business of marriage. Hey, y'all, it's going to be a great episode today. I'm excited. Me too. Um, we're going to be talking about some old deep stuff today. Mm. All right, some deep stuff. So uh, this is going to be great. I am, uh, you know, after doing this a couple times with my wife, man, I am elated about what's going on in our lives and how to kind of navigate different things, but also kind of how to help people who are navigating relationship issues yeah. and problems and just need some help. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. But as always, we start off with a question. Question. So normally we just do a random question. Yes. And it's about all kinds of things. So today, Honey Bunch, Uh-oh. the question that I have for you is... Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of me? What was my first impression mm-hmm. of you? Um, so, first, first, we going all the way back to our uh, Hey Bay Ese U days. That's a GBSU for you uh, in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bruh. You ain't know that. So, uh, so uh, I remember you were talking speaking for MLK Day, mm-hmm. and I think that was my first time really actually seeing you, mm-hmm. and um, I liked that you were well-spoken, mm-hmm. um, because I always felt like I was tongue-tied, mm-hmm. so I knew that, you know, I was attracted to something that I wanted to become, yeah. which was better at speaking, and I saw you, you were very well-spoken, you dressed, um, you were dressed nicely, uh, you used to, I think your hair was just, it was down, I don't even remember what it looked like, but... You know, I didn't go all visual. It was just more of like how you sound and how you came across, and I appreciated that. And I said, "Also, oh, that's a black woman right there." Listen, black woman. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I appreciated that about you. But definitely, you just came across that you were very esteemed. You knew who you mm. were. That's what, it, at least, how it came across for me. Cool. Yeah. My first impression of you. Honestly, mm-hmm. I remember you at the MLK thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I was serving. You was. Everyone was serving. It was a day of service. <laughs> but anywho. I was serving behind a table with my red and white pinstripe shirt on. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What I remember most about you, number one, when I first saw you, I say he has the most beautiful smile. Mm. Y'all, Sam Jones has the deepest dimple that you will ever see, okay? And you, you're such a smiley guy. I think you know that. That's that's probably back in the day that was your woman catcher. Flash that smile, that dimple is over. It's to say I look like Reggie Bush, the football player. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I just, I thought you had a great smile. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of knew that you was kind of churchy mm-hmm. from the pinstripe uh, shirt. <laughs> I got it from my brother. That was a pass me down. Oh, Hand well, me down. He churchy you too. Um, oh, there it is. But, but I just, I think you just had a great overall persona. So mm-hmm. your smile and just your, your energy was just great. So. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Okay, y'all. I'm excited about this one. If you don't already know, we love the Lord. And I'm just going to put this, it ain't a disclaimer. We just, you know, want to give some people a heads up. This episode, we're going to talk about a lot about God, mm-hmm. our beliefs, um, 
as it relates to relationship. Yeah. And so if this ain't your speed, we ain't mad at you. Don't judge us. We ain't going to judge you. Just come on back to the next episode, okay? Or stay tuned. Or stay tuned, okay? Because <laughs> you might have some input and we want to hear all about it. But today we are talking about the prayer, mm-hmm. okay? What is the prayer? The prayer that Sierra Wilson I guess that's her last name. You know, some celebrities. Yeah. So, I mean, so people got to know Sierra Wilson. uh, A.K.A. One Two Step. Right. Let me see you One Two Step. I love it. (laughs) One Two Step. Yeah. That that one. Sierra, that one. What's her, what's her, what's the most recent single she came out with? Oh, uh, the everybody. Let me think about it. Oh, Level Up. Level Up. Level Up, Level Up. See, I was about to be like, body, yada, 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 yada. That's That's definitely Meg. That's Megan Thee Man, yeah. man, see, you can see this is why I told y'all to stay tuned because you never know what we're gonna say. Anywho, <laughs> we are talking about Miss Cece herself and the prayer that she prayed to some people say manifest, some people say mm. to speak and claim. Mm-hmm. I say the conversation that she had with the Heavenly Father that was like, Listen, God, this is what I need, this yeah. is what I want, yeah, and I want your will to be done. So Let's dig in. So for months, I would say more than a month, a couple years, people really wanted to know verbatim what Sierra prayed. Like people were all over social media like, I wish, I, is this what prayer does she pray? Because I want the prayer. I want the prayer. Like it was a, a snack pack or something. Like mm. she was passing out bags of candy talking about, here the prayer, here you go, buy two, get one free. <laughs> and people were just so interested about this prayer so finally in may of 2019 Mm -hmm. sierra sat down with essence magazine and she told us what she said in this prayer so i'm gonna read to you what she said because i don't want to misquote her i don't want to put words in her mouth y'all whatever i said is what she said Mm -hmm. so she said i prayed for a god-fearing man i prayed for discernment i prayed for wisdom to really learn from the wisdom that I'm gaining from the experiences that I go through. Mm. I prayed for a man that loved kids because obviously me having a son, if you're going to love me, you've got to love him. I prayed for a man that was worldly as well because I love to explore. So someone that was going to edify my world that was important to me, I was ready to level up. Mm. She said, I remember looking at my husband the first night we met. It's like a movie. When we talk about our story back to each other, we both had the same feelings. It was a calm feeling all over my body. I also remember looking at him, and I thought he was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. And I couldn't remember half of what he was saying. But when you know, you know. Mm. We say that, and we also talk about being equally yoked. It's just light. When it's light, it's right. It's easy, even in the toughest times. That's so beautiful. Boom. Mic drop. Wow. Sierra Wilson. Baby. (laughs) Let's unpack this prayer, okay? So the, 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 the title of this podcast is The Prayer. We're also going to touch a little bit on the list mm-hmm. because some people have a prayer. And some people, some have, people a list. have a list. Yeah. And we want to talk about is the prayer and the list legit? Mm. 
do I need to do this in order to get a mate? Mm -hmm. Do I need to do this to have God send me someone? Is this prayer or this list beneficial or is it a waste of my time? Hmm. Baby, you want to kick it off or you want me to go first? Listen, I'm going to kick it off from the man standpoint. Okay. Right. Number one, men do have a list. Men have a list. For real. But men's lists, get this, and men's prayers are often, in my opinion, unconscious. Wow. I think that our list and our prayers are often reactionary to something that we see that we want. Mm -hmm. When we see something that we like, that we want, that we have had an experience with, Mm -hmm. we often are driven then by those unconscious desires to react to what we want. Okay. And so I think that, like, as a man, if if we're navigating, you know, what we what we say is, man, I, don't got, I ain't no woman, I don't got no list, I just know what I want. I know, right. what, I know what I want. You know, right. you hear that? I know what I want. <laughs> and I think that when you know what you want, often cases, you just know. Yeah. But that's on the man's side, just to start off. I don't think we acknowledge that we have this thing of a list or a prayer. But in many cases, because it becomes unconscious or it becomes on our, it registers on our unconscious mind, we just begin to meditate on, man, I prefer certain things and therefore I go after those things. And then we just call it, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. I have a question about that mm-hmm. from, from a man's standpoint. So sure. the Bible talks about how um, the men, the man needed help. Mm-hmm. So God created him a helpmate. Mm-hmm. Do you find that sometimes men don't always know what they need until they see it? And then they're like, boom, that's what I need. I Even if it's not he married that woman, it's like, man, she really is ambitious. I need that in my life. You may not marry that person, but you'll know, like, yep, that need to go on my list. Or do you guys just know off the bat what you need? I think it's a co- connection of both. You know, number one, the Bible mm-hmm. says, you know, for everything in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life that in many cases is registering with the world. But that's also how we see things. Okay. We're driven by our lusts and we're driven by the things that we desire and we want. Mm-hmm. So in many cases, based off of our thought process, the preface, right, the initial aspect of what we see, we're driven by that initially. But then in many cases from experience, when we start to have relationships with women, we begin to actually understand what it is that we need. And then from that, we know. Mm-hmm. Like for me, for you, I had to go through a whole lot of crap, a whole lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. Not to say any of those young ladies that I met or saw or talked to was anything other than what they were. Mm-hmm. But I had to go through those experiences to understand that, man, I'm going to know when I see someone that that is the person I'm supposed to at least initially supposed to be with because I desire something totally different than what I've experienced mm-hmm. or potentially the same. Right. But I want it to work out. Right. That's so like mine. Sierra said, she was like, we knew we just, when you know, you know, Yep. all right, y'all let's break down this prayer. So I think it's super, super amazing that the first thing she prayed to God for was a God fearing man. She did not pray about his physicality. She did not pray about his economic status. She did not even pray, you know, that he liked kids first. The first thing she prayed to God for was a God-fearing man. That says something, women. 
So if you're going to pray a prayer, if you're going to make a list and you are a believer, number one on that list need to be a God fearing, meaning that he respects the sovereignty of God, not just that he goes to church. God fearing mean he honors him at his highest because when you marry a man, you come under his leadership and he is under God. If he ain't God fearing, I don't know who running the house, who he submitting to. Okay. Second thing Sierra prayed for, she prayed for discernment. Women, women, women. Mm-hmm. I want to say women of God, <laughs> women. We have to be, you have to have discernment. One thing, I don't even know if Sam remembers this. Mm -hmm. While we were dating my prayer, because yes, I did have a prayer and I did have a list. So I'm off of the prayer and the list. But my prayer was, God, please do not let me get swept off my feet. And why? Because I want to be in this moment, in this relationship, mind, body, soul and spirit because as women we have the tenacity to um when we think something is like long for the long haul Mm -hmm. we jump to the wedding Mm -hmm. we jump to the dress we jump to the end of it all we don't live in a moment we let the man come sweep us off our feet we missing all kind of red flags all kind of signs because we're so enamored with the love story Mm -hmm. that we're not sober-minded to be in the moment, it, see the red flags, feel, mm-hmm. see if he's consistent, yep. see if what he says is lining up with his actions. But you swept off your feet, so you ain't here. Because first step in Sierra's prayer, she said, make sure that he loves God. But a whole bunch of men that love God don't mean he going to love you. I'm just saying, because that's why you have to have the sermon as a woman. Yes. You be like, listen, this guy, man, he's so in love with God. But it doesn't necessarily mean in his process he's ready to love you. Or he should love you. Or he should. or Because there's a whole lot of other Listen, people that he might be meant to love. Or it may be for them to come along mm-hmm. and set him to show you a certain thing that you had never experienced. Yeah. To feel something that you had. To yeah. maybe even feel that you needed or can be loved. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes God sends people in your life to heal things that have been broken. Mm-hmm. So you need discernment to be like, is this a forever? Mm-hmm. Or is this like... A never, or is this just you, my friend? Mm-hmm. Have discernment. She also prayed for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is the principal thing. Listen, uh-huh. and wisdom is not just knowledge. Wisdom mm-hmm. comes with so many other things, and mm-hmm. we ain't going to preach today. Mm-hmm. But having wisdom is so important when you're dating as a woman. And sometimes with that wisdom comes accountability. So you need to be accountable to someone who's wiser than you, who's been through something. And I'm speaking on the woman's side. Sam can speak to the the men. But as a woman, you need to have wise counsel. And that's a part of wisdom, okay? Yes. For guys, and and again, we're bouncing on this, guys, girls, for guys, it's important that you're leaning into people. Let's just say you don't have a mentor. I think the step before you get to a mentor as a guy, especially when you're seeking a relationship or you're talking about a list, or in my mind, an unconscious list, uh, it's important to have people, men, that you can lean into. If you don't, 
and you out here solo dolo, I'm going to tell you you're wrong every yeah. single time. Yeah. I tell men all the time in counseling, I say, listen, you've got different people that you can surround yourself in, especially when you're thinking about a relationship or getting married or dating or whatever. You should have someone above you, right? Someone who's a father figure, someone yep. who can be a mentor. You got your brothers who should be aside you, right? Somebody that's pouring into your life, a peer, a brother who can be like, dog, you're wrong. And then lastly, you should have somebody that you're pouring into because when you have that circle, that's a circle, circle of trust, then you're talking about, man, I'm having somebody that can pour into me. I'm having people for, that can, who I can talk to, who are my peers, and I have somebody that I'm pouring into. That way, my circle of accountability is there. So that way, when I'm making decisions yeah. about a relationship yes. and or thinking about a relationship, I can do so um, and make sure my, my T's are crossed and my I's are dotted. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I also um, want to touch on the point that she next prayed that the man for her loved kids. Okay. I think a lot of times, and I can't speak for a mother um, who is dating that is um, a mother. Or, you know, you're, you're on the dating scene and you're a mother. My only point of reference for that is my own mother. She divorced my father when I was six months. And so I, of course, she dated other people. Um, but the next thing that Sierra prayed for was a man that loved kids. Because obviously her having a son, he needed to love that son as his own. Now, in the news, we saw how her baby daddy and, you know, how he reacted with Russell, you know, being that father figure for her son. What I would say, any woman that's dating, that man has to love your child like it's his own. Mm -hmm. Not take the place of the father, but love like a father. My only point of reference would be for my mom when she was dating while I was in the home. My mother and father got divorced when I was six months. So I had 18 plus years of seeing my mother go through relationships and, you know, dating different guys. And one thing that my mother always did, she always, if I was not feeling the guy, they were never to be seen again. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure when you have that, that child that comes from someone else or not a part of that uh, marriage covenant, you know, birthed out of that covenant, that you make sure that that man loves that child as a father, not taking the father's place, but loving him like a father. Because, I mean, they're going to be a huge role in that in that in that child's life. Yeah, I think for for guys, if, if that is your story, you're stepping into a situation where either you have kids or the the person that you're pursuing has kids. Uh, it's important that you. You do father them, but you don't father them the way that you believe you should. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that, and I'm going to clarify that, is in many cases, as a father, when you're stepping in, you don't know the experience of that child. You don't know what their thought processes are many times. You don't know what their understanding of dad or father means to them. They could be having already in their mind feelings of abandonment, feelings of or issues of, I already have a dad. Why do I need another one? Who are you? You are the stranger danger in the house. <laughs> Not stranger danger. You okay. are. In many cases, you're the threat, especially if it's a guy, it's a boy, right? You're mm -hmm. the threat to his own um, dominion as in the house as the man of the house in right. many cases. And so I think you have to recognize and take thought into what kind of context am I coming into 
in regards to the situation. So on in, in the list, uh, kind of taking a couple steps back in the list, then it becomes important that let's just say you are navigating, man, like she got kids and I don't. Um, I, I didn't I didn't sign up for this. Well, maybe sometimes you have to also recognize and check your heart. Mm. You know, that is that is one of my points for guys in your unconscious list. Yeah. <laughs> your unconscious prayers, make sure you check your heart. First John three, nineteen through twenty two talks about um, this aspect of how you are navigating love. It says this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him everything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. Let me break it down for you real quick, 30 seconds. What that means is as a guy applying it to your relationship or potential relationship or the girl of your dreams or not, Mm -hmm. it begins to be important that when you're navigating what is going on to your heart, number one, bring it to God. Right. Bring it to God because if you don't do it, then you're operating off of your own schematics and your own understanding of what's happening with that young lady in front of you that you may or may not be interested in right. because she has a kid. Right. Number one, if you check your heart, then you're going to be able with confidence, as it's saying in the scripture, to navigate things from a place of humility. And when you're walking in humility as a guy, you'll know, for example, how to treat that woman and her child and or bringing your child into the situation from a place of respect and Patience, yeah, because patience is key when you're navigating a relationship um, with anyone, and especially true when you're navigating a relationship with someone else who has a child that you aren't their immediate father with. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's really good. And just to be like in the middle, guys and women, yeah. if you don't want to date someone with kids and you don't think you have the capacity, please don't. Like yeah. <laughs> everyone facts. can't step into that role and be a hundred percent in that role Mm -hmm. if you cannot do not because at that point it's not just about you and the spouse it's the children and then the children that come after if any like if that's not your capacity because i've had friends single women that said i don't want to marry a guy that has children Mm -hmm. some people like oh you can't do that Blah, blah 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 for me if you don't have the capacity, please don't. I'll do it. Keep your hands and your life off of these kids because they end up getting hurt. Yeah. They end up getting hurt. The next thing that Sierra prayed, she prayed for someone that was worldly. So y'all, in my churchy mind, when I <laughs> when I read that, mm-hmm. I'm like, she wanted somebody worldly. That ain't God fearing. What does that mean? But what she meant was she wanted someone well traveled. She wanted someone who loved traveling, could travel the world, and can expand her arisings. And what she said was to edify her world. And That's I love good. that. That's really good. I love that you want to be in a relationship with someone that can level up you, mm-hmm. that can upgrade you in different areas of your life. It's not always about one person upgrading the other. Y'all should be upgrading each other. It's so true. That's so true because I think as a guy – you know, if we can't come in and feel like we have to control mm-hmm. the situation, we feel like, oh man, I can't, I can't manage this. Yeah. Or sometimes we also have this context where the woman is the mama, and we don't actually Ooh. 
actually understand that she's mama mamaing us. <laughs> Listen, Kelly Price has right? a song that says, I'm not your mama, I'm your girl. Come Don't on. nobody got time to be mommying you. Right. And I and I think that those again, those things sometimes are unconscious because yeah. we don't talk about them. And I think in there what begins to be per what begins to be really important is we have to learn as men to manage, you know, those situations in our minds, in our emotions, in our thoughts when we're coming into a situation with a woman who is well-traveled mm-hmm. and or when we are needing to learn how to become well-traveled in context and in life. So that way we can present something that actually is, you know, desired by the mm-hmm. woman that's who's pursuing who we're pursuing together yeah I, I think mm-hmm. that's just so true and and lastly you know she goes on to talk about how their first interaction was how she just knew but the thing that stuck out to me the most was that she stated that they talked about together being equally yoked to me this is the most used out of context type of scripture in the Bible where it talks about being unequally yoked. Mm -hmm. And let me explain why we often use this in the context of we're equally yoked. If you are God fearing and I'm God fearing, that's the yoke. That's what it is. We can make this work. No, no, no. Not only do you need to be equally yoked (laughs) and loving God, You guys need to be equally yoked in your values, in your morals, Mm -hmm. in your family views, in your finances, in your visions about the future. It's so many other things outside of just being you love God, I love God, we equally yoked, let's go. It's so many other aspects of being equally yoked. And even if you're single listening to us today, And you're not even interested in being with someone. Your friendships need to be equally yoked. And your ambition and what you all value and the meaning of relationship and friendship. What does that look like? We have to get out of that mindset that Mm -hmm. equally yoked means you love God, I love God, let's be out. That's true. It's so much more to being equally yoked. Mm-hmm. So for me, y'all, this is going to be a two-part. But for me, we're going to end on this note with the prayer. We'll hit the list in part two. For me, y'all, prayer is essential. I think Sierra had it right on. I'm pretty sure Russell had a prayer as well. I think he did. He talked about it. We'll do some research and talk about it at a later date. But women and men, make sure you put your request before God. That's what prayer is. Speaking to God, letting him speak through you. Have those things that you want God to bring into your life. But at the same time, make sure that you are what you want to be brought into your life. Not that you have to be 100% there, but you at least want someone to experience what you're praying for out of you. So if I'm like, Lord, send me a God-fearing man, and I don't even honor God with what he's given me, mm-hmm. that ain't equally yoked. Lord, send a God that's debt-free, and you on a spending spree and not even trying to get there, that's not equally yoked. So when you pray this prayer, make sure that you are also on that road to doing what you want the Lord to do for you for someone else. Let it be reciprocated. Yeah, and to the guys, I'll just say, 
take those unconscious ambitions, desires, dreams, fascinations, your lusts, all the things that you are desiring and write them down. It sounds simplistic, but in many cases we as men sometimes don't do as women do and write our prayers, write our lists. I'm going to encourage you to do that because when you write it, it actually goes back to a scripture just to be kind of religious for you. Uh, scripture is in Habakkuk. It's a, it's a prophet in the Bible, right? His name is Habakkuk, and he said to the, to the people that were building the city, write the vision, make it plain so mm -hmm. that those that see it can run with it. Men, you need to see what you're asking for. Yeah. So that way you can be responsible and accountable for that thing once it shows mm -hmm. up, right? Once it shows up. So dudes, write your unconscious thoughts, write your unconscious desires, because in it, it's actually a piece of bringing to you what you want and desire. So y'all stay tuned. Make sure y'all tune into next week's podcast because we're going deeper on this list. So right now we talked about the prayer next week we're talking about the list and kind of digging deeper into what Sam was talking about about writing making and playing so y'all this has been good make sure y'all like subscribe share we having discussions y'all we love you until next time live life love a lot and always remember that we love you and this has been the business of marriage all right Bye, see you later